Did you just make it? I knew you were trying to make some sort of noise. Go ahead, please. White people. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded like bad church music. It's not funny. I just have to say that I have um, perhaps the, wor- the worst singing voice in history, and everybody knows it, so um, I'll just own it. No good. Yeah, no good. My daughter has told me to please stop singing, and I understand. I understand. She's right. She's smart. Were you hoping that one of us would be like, no, nah, no, actually. No, no. Oh, come on. <laughs> I know you too well. You would. Why would you do that? Come on. Anyway. All right, all right, all right, all right. The, they just hit the, the child lock on the buttons. That's enough. <laughs> all right, let's talk about Thanksgiving. Yeah, how was yours? It was very delicious. And um, one very cute thing that happened was that earlier in the week, I was reading Fry Bread, a, a picture book um, to my daughter. It's Fry Bread, a Native American family story. And it's written by Kevin Noble Maylard. And so she asked, or she said, I want to make fry bread. And I said, okay, let's do it. And so we did it for Thanksgiving. And let me tell you, it was delicious. I did not expect it. Not to say that I had low expectations. I just didn't know that fry bread could have such flavor. And so I was uh, really pleased. She did not eat much of it because she's a toddler weirdo who only wants peanut butter but that doesn't i mean she made it too she doesn't want it she's you know tired of it yeah she she made it yeah didn't you say she you and her made it yeah and then you i mean she probably carried y'all oh oh so she was the one who was yeah yeah they say when you cook food you lose your appetite yeah you don't want to eat anymore Mm -hmm. so that tells me that you had a full full appetite she led the team on this voyage um but but for folks that haven't tried it how would you describe like the the fry bread first of all if she were in charge it'd be full of boogers and everyone would be sick right so that's one thing but it'd be have a lot of flavor (laughs) a lot of flavor booger flavor boogers of flavor oh my god she seems to think so um but anyway the uh recipe had cornmeal and raw sugar and it was um fried in coconut oil which i thought was really interesting and so a little history about fry bread um i mean i know very little but i I know that it evolved after colonialism because you know native americans were put on reservations and given the rations right yeah yeah exactly so working with what they had in terrible, terrible circumstances and, and making it fucking delicious, which reminds me of soul food and, you know, mac and cheese and greens all, and, you know, all the parts that white people didn't want, but black people made into incredible dishes. And so I'm going to start this new tradition with her. We're going to make fry bread every year because it was really sweet and um, it it really reminded me of I mean, what this holiday actually means. Are you, are you going to do anything to represent the pilgrims? I think they've represented themselves quite well, mm. you know? Yeah, when they it, own oatmeal, I think, right? That's yeah. The, that's the, the Quakers. Quakers. But, yeah. But, uh, yeah. But 
Yeah, I see what you mean. But you're, I mean, you're not off. You're not off base. <laughs> I guess we should consider it. I mean, what mm. what kind of shit are they bringing to the table? Belt buckles? No, but to eat. Mm, I thought they ate mm. belt buckles. Oh, big hats. Yeah, they also eat big hats. Mm-hmm. Belt so buckles it, on the shoes. I mm. My understanding is they Three didn't bring much buckles. to the Thanksgiving dinner in the first place. It, yeah. that's the whole point. Is that mm. the indigenous folks like here's a bunch of food for you, and they're like, yeah, thank you. Also. You're dead. They're going to kill you. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> Which is fucking crazy. And it's a holiday. What? Yeah. It really blows my mind. Every year, every year I'm stunned by it. And I don't want to stop being stunned by it because it's so fucked up. It's like you're basing a like, whole holiday on genocide. It's like some mob shit. They're like, let me mm. invite you to dinner. <laughs> oh, my God. You can bring all the dinner and we'll eat it because we don't have any food. And then after that, we're going to kill you and take all your shit. It's yeah. Isn't that right, Vito? You know what? It scares me sometimes because when I eat food that's so good, I get upset and I'm like, "Oh no, this is what happened." They gave them all this free, delicious food. They got ups- They got so upset because the chef. <laughs> like, bring, bring me the chef. Bring me the chef. I need to speak to him. And things just got yeah. carried yeah, away. The succotash yeah. was too tasty. Yeah. Fucking good. Yeah, <laughs> he needs a fist fight right now. <laughs> Uh, Ooh, that's man, like a nice a way story. of looking at it. They were like, yeah. "This food's so good, we're gonna kill all y'all." Yeah. Good food caused genocide. Yeah, that's your. We that's don't know history on this podcast. Take not <laughs> a history <laughs> podcast. That's, just that's the other same. children's book. <laughs> oh my god! She's <laughs> called My Bread. Just give me that. It's mine. It's all mine. I'm a pilgrim. Ah, nom, nom, nom. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. What about you all? How was your Thanksgiving? I mean, I was good. I was with the immediate family, but there was, I like, I, I just, this is a, I don't know if it's a holiday tradition, but like, I wasn't with my, like, I was with my, my wife, my kids, my, but like my mom was with my brothers and sisters on that, and they were fighting about me and my family. I wasn't even there. Uh, what's <laughs> I that? heard about it after the fact. What'd you cause? What happened? How did you I fuck that shit know. up? I, wasn't, I, didn't even, I didn't even text them on that day. That's impressive. I figured, yeah, that you fucked up other people's yeah. Thanksgiving without being there. I felt, I felt, That's power. It's like I felt pretty strong. Impressive yeah. and that, flattering. It's got some pilgrim I'm, energy right there. Yeah, I'm flattered shit. by it, honestly. Wow. From another state, I think? Yeah. yeah. You know, when Damn. you have haters, then you're doing something right. That's what they say. They do? Um, Who's they? You know them, you know, those guys yeah. over there, uh, huddled. Those motherfuckers. Thems. <laughs> yeah. Well, I would say I had the shield to all beeves. So whatever beeves came my way on the holidays, I have this new thing called the churro cheesecake that just like supersedes mm-hmm. any, any friction. Everything's okay if you try a churro cheesecake. Oh, man. Man, that's all I got. So you've been ruined. Yeah, yeah. Like, the, the, world's, the world's broken, but it felt so perfect in that Dude. moment. Hmm. Sometimes <laughs> you just have to, you know, embrace the joy yeah. amidst all did the you, bullshit. When y'all were younger, though, did you have, like, big... Th- I used to have big things. Yeah, Some, some my auntie's big. house, and it'd be yeah. Like, yeah. like 50 people there plus. Crammed. Way too many in people. In someone's yeah. small house. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And here's All sweaty. Yeah. <laughs> I remember being sweaty. Three out of four of us uh, will understand this, but uh, 
Roddy might need a tutorial. If you ever go into a dark room and there are a lot of coats, assume that there are babies under the coats. Yeah, don't jump <laughs> on don't the bed. Jump on a pile don't, of launch, coats. don't launch yourself or, you know, whatever. No, don't don't, don't even grab there. yours too quick. Yeah. Because you might drop. There's a baby there. Just sleeping or just sleeping. Or, or yeah. making no, a fort? No, no, no. They're sleeping. They're sleeping. Because oh. everyone's partying. You don't want to go home. Right. Or they're sleeping on two chairs that are just kind of put together. Yeah. yeah. Like we're, on the sofa. Yeah. As you get older, you graduate to the two chairs. Yeah. I have memories of nodding off on people's sofas all the time because my dad wanted to get rocked. <laughs> you know, like yeah. it's just depressing. Yeah. So, you know, I'm trying to, with my daughter, um, shift that that sort of narrative of, of the family party, you know, uh, of everyone being hammered. And uh, I'm going to have a, a dance party for her and no alcohol, crazy, on a Sunday during the day. No alcohol. Don't even invite me if you're planning on it. I There's know. No alcohol oh, during uh, the no, day I'm, and, I'm and, and we can't drink. Yeah. Hard pass. But, yeah. I'm going to dance different, yeah. probably. Yeah. <laughs> How do you expect to get people to dance if you're not going to? Well, drugs. I never <laughs> said that you couldn't do drugs. All right, cool. Okay. Loophole. All right, cool. Loophole. All right, so, love it. Cool. Anyway, I'm just trying to keep it clean for my precious daughter. Do you ever, yeah, do you ever, uh, every cousin's, uh, you go, I'm doing quotes, go for a walk? The walk? Yeah, the walk. Yeah. Walk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a Thanksgiving. Somebody, yeah, that's, that's a cousin Killer. tradition. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Going for, you know what we're doing. Lighting somebody. Make sure you bring a lighter when you go for that walk. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> The is this just me or felt like every time you went for a walk, the first person you would see walking in would be like your grandma? Oh, yeah. just like oh, the, yeah. last, the last person you want. It's <laughs> like, yeah. hey, baby, you're like, oh, oh. yeah. You oh. know what though? Her eyes were red. Yeah, the yeah. reason why yeah. she was out there, she yeah. was yeah. Her and her and uh, mm-hmm. the the older folks went for a walk too. Man, one time in Mexico, I was so high in front of my grandma, and. I, I, like, didn't know how to function. I didn't know how to, like, use my body even. I was so high. And so um, here I am in front of my, what I thought of as, you know, she's ancient to me, you know, at this age. And so I didn't know how to behave myself. And it was one of the most terrifying times of my life. But, (laughs) (laughs) but I don't think she noticed. (laughs) Because she's like you know a hundred. Yeah, I, don't think, I think you know. I think I know. Yeah, <laughs> I think yeah. she's old enough to know what fight, what battles to fight. Yeah, and well, she pro- and they're wise enough to know. Like I see, I've been up this, I, I've been down this road before. I know what she's doing. I don't give a fuck. Like I think no, some of that's gonna happen. I love her very much for that and many other things. She's she's my dog. Damn, I was thinking about the the walk. Was just, I, I I just had like a memory, traumatic memory. I was young, uh oh, and I they didn't let me go on the walk. I was like, "Where are you guys going?" They're like, "You can't." Uh, come. You I was like the obnoxious yeah, I was young cousin. Like, uh, I was like, "Come on, guys, I don't know. But like, I don't, if you guys are going somewhere, like you know, I'll like bring my He Man. Yeah, I like hanging on my older yeah. cousin. Like, I, I can skateboard. Why you guys walk? Yeah. Like, and they were like, oh like "No, man, go inside." And I'm like, "I'm gonna bring my football." Like, shut the fuck up and go. So I was like, ah. <laughs> 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 "What's going on?" You said I'll follow right behind yeah, uh, in yeah. my Heelys. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> right? Oh, you guys come in. They're like, "You stay home." I was like, All right. yeah. Cool. I'll kick us off. This is Jorge. Don't call me George. Don't call me Truant for last week. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. We won't call yeah. you Truant. Yeah. No, that's but a nice I, cravat you're wearing, though. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. 
But we're back with another episode of No Chingas, where Erica L. Sanchez and the No Chingas crew, that's us, <laughs> explore the issues, questions, and assorted chingaderas. The Black and Latino Coalition is solving the world's problems one shit-talking session at a time. No Chingas. Mm. I'm Roddy. Uh, you, you know I'm here. I don't really want to be here, but I'm here uh, for the kids. I got to give some game because it's crazy out there. Got to let them know. They need it. I am Erica L. Sanchez, and I just ate a pomegranate with my bare hands, and I liked it. Uh, I'm Martin Malecho, PhD in Pendejadas from Danny Trejo University. And just remember that there was only one set of footprints in the sand. Just one set of footprints in the sand. <laughs> Damn. Oh, my God. That's what Jesus was carrying you. Oh, Our Lord yikes. and Savior. You're just trying to break into like the Christian podcast uh, yeah. like, arena, and Christian. we keep saying probably not Christian podcast uh, network. You hate salvation. You hate Jesus. Feel about us. Yeah. He does look like someone that would give out booklets, though. Yeah, booklets. Yeah. He, he does. Yeah, you look do like, like a, a booklet. Giver. That I want to save people. That I have that. I have that look to me. That I want people's salvation. Oh man, really, really got me zinger. Yeah, with Tony's job was when this is not the one door. I was like, I wasn't sure. He was just bought off by big church. Yeah, big church. He was bought off by a lot yeah. of people. Big, uh, yeah. big cartel. Big yeah. church. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> me, me and Joe Olstein went out for lunch. I got, I got some thoughts now. Oh my god! Now we could get into no chingas. What you got? I could kick us off with one, but it's it's in line with with things we've touched on. But just like. High level decision makers, leaders being a bit out of touch. Mm. The I think it was a few weeks ago. The Target CEO went on record and said, "Our customers actually thank us for putting the things behind the plexiglass." The Similac, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. The That's what? Yeah. In I'm I'm not paraphrasing at all or too hard. It's like very much like yeah. Well, actually, they. They told us they really appreciate that they can find the things they need at the oh, store. Like, shit's never been missing at the store for me. That's not a real problem. I always like an additional hurdle. It's like yeah. a mission. It's like a Zelda <laughs> yeah. mission. Like, I got I to gotta go and talk to a, a little, like, a, yeah. a person in the corner and make a deal with them to yeah, go gotta, open up a, 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 a plexiglass. No, it's a mission. You first, you got to go to the mm. area, ring mm. the bell, wait. Someone arrives. You play the recorder like Andre three thousand. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah and then you know comes in, and then and then they they take the shit to the front. Yeah, too. Mm. One time I was in Target for real, and only like there's all the liquor and like only like the Hennessy and shit was yeah. locked up. And I was like, yo, yeah. Yeah. this is so fucked. It's not like shit. It's not like in this dead series. Yo, I was I, I even told him it was a black lady chairman. I was like, yo, do you know this is Hennessy shit was locked up? It's the only shit like she was like, I know. I was like, what the fuck, man? It That's was crazy. Fucked up. Still bought it though. I mean, I still gave my business. I, I waited for him to open it. up the whole thing and everything. He's like, so you know, then yeah. I jacked the Hennessy. Yeah. Yeah, you know, but I stole that. Yeah. <laughs> that is fucked up. That's wild. It, it is so Hennessy, Hennessy and Similac. And, and, yeah. Thaki, the and Thaki's now. That's a direct shot. They, and they're they're over taking the shots at different stores. They're like, no. direct shot of Mexicans. Wow. Oh my God. Damn. Yikes. Yeah, I haven't seen that, but it, feel, it feels next. Oh my yeah. god, you got me all worked up. Why are the Milagro tortillas behind the cage? Because Not you, <laughs> the Milagros Damn. just be out though. And, and, and they'll be Milagros will be anywhere in Chicago. You'll see Milagro tortillas at liquor stores, at yeah. laundromats. Thank, need thank God, yeah, everywhere. Yeah, plentiful. Thank God. It was the worst part of leaving Chicago. Is is the fucking tortilla situation out there? 
everywhere else. Yeah. It's awful. Yeah, I want to talk about that. They don't ship to many cities, mm. and they don't have. I've been in cities that my family now lives in, and I'm just like, wait, this is your tortilla selection? They're like, yeah. I'm like, that's like night wait, and day. Te- Texas blew my mind. You go to Texas and you think, oh, you're fucking Mexico's there. I, I've yeah. seen a map. Yep. Mexico's right there. You must have the best tortillas. Man. Nah, they don't. I have family in Nevada yeah. now. Yeah. So yeah, places close to the source. Yeah, yeah. I, I lived in New Mexico, and their tortillas were so whack. Damn. Yo, so I was, at, I was at outside looking, and I want all the Mexicans from those states to fire back. Yo, like, you really you going to let these Chicago Mexicans say they got the best tortillas? In Texas, Texas, California, you guys ain't got nothing to say to them about this? We'll unify and we'll start a feel about it. tortilla company with our fans before we release the <laughs> we'll shirt. We'll start a GoFundMe account. <laughs> no, but for I don't know we I don't know any other tortillas like that the way that I know Milagros. Yeah, and they're fucking good, man. Like they're really. I mean, also they just make them here, right here, so they're just super fresh. This shit yeah. slaps. Have yeah, you, have you ever really seen good. them at the at the supermarket? So at the store. And they're still warm. Yeah. Because they have been dropped off. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it. No, that's, I've seen it. Whoa. Yeah. I buy a lot. That's like special. during the winter, I just tuck them into my coat. Lock <laughs> home. Um, yeah. Hand warmers. It gets, and some, got, yeah. it gets that's, them real that's, moist, that's, but it's not the same. But that's why they end up behind the cage. Because I don't pay for them in advance. So, yeah. <laughs> well, the my bad, guys. My bad. Aren't they like, they're like 59, 69 cents generally yeah. for, for a pack? So Back in my day. Right now. They used to be a quarter. It did yeah, they did. I don't know why I said I like Mickey Mouse, <laughs> yeah. but whatever. It's just wow, man, twenty five cents. That doesn't get you shit. Uh, it was like it's like hot Cheetos, right? Yeah, that, that taught me inflation growing up. Yeah, and then they, <laughs> it became less and less mm-hmm. full of Cheetos. Your first lesson in capitalism as like a black and brown kid, you're like, yeah. damn. So they're selling me more and more air for more and more money. Yes. I remember, I remember <laughs> yeah. we had that. Yeah. Yeah. And you still do it because, <laughs> God damn it. Because you want chips now. We have vending machines at our school, and it was chips, but there was, they started selling 35 cent chips. And I was like, what the fuck are y'all doing? Yeah. What the fuck was, is going on over here? Yeah. After, this is probably 25. Oh, awkward, well, no, awkward as amount, I right? Mean, <laughs> for the convenience, that's the fee, right? I paid oh. it every day, though. <laughs> every <laughs> single day. That's such an awkward you number. Poor soul. I was I was scrounging up that thirty five cent every day. If oh. you had a dollar, would they sell you three or two? Because you'd be short for three, but no. just short. Would they? No, it's just a vending machine. Oh. There was no wiggle. There's no negotiation. Yeah, there's no negotiation. <laughs> Didn't you start a chip business as well? Oh yeah, no man. I got to you were an entrepreneur as a child. Chip business and you a model. A, I mean, yeah, I was a, I was a fucking model Fuck. first, right? I had a lot going. You peaked early, yeah, man. A lot going for me. I still, I still got yeah. a lot of those things going. I still, still got a modeling career going, guys. You still, still got a chip business. Still on got side? a chip business going. Don't yeah. worry about me. You know what I'm saying? And you can't consider yourself a chips. model if you just walk down the street strutting. Nobody's paying you for it. You just strut down the I'm street. I'm a model for for happiness. <laughs> Instagram and, yeah. model, perhaps. No, I sold some chips. Bottom, bottom wholesale. Off my guy, classic business, but classic. <laughs> you know, split them up. Oh my god! Sold uh, them one by one. I'm wow. having more and more of those. Like we're old moments. Like I think we're all having those because I hear you motherfuckers talk. And I had a a buddy send me this fucking the old like, menu, old ass menu for McDonald's oh, and shit. Yeah. Their value meals and how much they cost and shit. Oh, so it was like man. a Big Mac meal was two ninety nine. <gasps> 
you had 39 cent like uh fucking you could supersize it all that shit wowzers fuck i'm i'm yeah i think that's the age we're of, elderly in my in my day mm. i could get a three dollar value meal oh my god no the supersize was a thing like it used oh, to yeah. just be and all of a sudden supersize <laughs> they were like oh Yo, you could pay more money to get a supersize and it just made you just gave you bigger coke and then you got a bucket of coca-cola yeah. my kids are convinced and they're not wrong that I have been in like a 75 year old man since I was born. Yeah, that sounds about and, right. And and they're not wrong because I was working a retail gig at the mall when those were the prices of the food, you know, of, of the shit at the food court at the McDonald's. So I literally had a discussion like this with people at work, right? So these are all other high school kids who are just fucking getting their first jobs. And they're like, do you want to go to the food court on your break? And we'll go have, and I'm like, motherfucker, I make. Four twenty-five an hour. Yeah. I'm like, you want me to go to the fucking McDonald's and pay three dollars? That's an hour's worth, more than an hour's worth of work yeah, after taxes. Hour and a half at least. And by the time I was in the middle of this rant, like most teenagers' eyes were rolling in the back of their heads, and they're like, "This fucker, just say no. Hey, just he, say he you was, don't want to go." Was, and, then, and then the next day of the week, he was schooling them on orthopedics and how they got to stretch more. Orthopedics. Yeah. I'm like, you don't so know about now, arch support. You'll think you don't know your about back. Will we'll thank you. You're 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 gonna abuse your arches now. Yeah. Wait a few years. It's Wait the base of years. everything. It's the base of. It everything. starts down. The- stretch your hips, ladies. I'm not. And kidding. gentlemen, you keep doing that. I don't care about you guys. You, you seem like you just Debbie was right. You hate <laughs> stupid insane. ugly boyfriends. <laughs> yeah. And men in general. Mother in laws. Yeah, that yeah. sounds accurate. Anyway. I actually love my mother in law, so I'm actually very That's lucky. not what you said before the mic was in. Ay yay ay. Gonna get me in trouble. Anyway, um this is more of a somber tone here. Um, my nochingas is um, a few days ago. My friend uh, and writer uh, Julissa Arce was. Um, she posted a, a video uh, telling everyone that her sister had been kidnapped, sister and brother-in-law. Um, and so this happened in Daxco. They're journalists. Um, they were kidnapped for several days. Um, I'll just read a little bit from Reuters. This is what it says. Arce and Sanchez, a couple who lead the digital Red Siete platform, were on Wednesday kidnapped by armed men who entered the outlet's central Taxco offices, according oh, to testimonies collected by Article 19. And so... Um, oh, so this was an incident. This was the accidental. This was the like targeted. Too. Yeah, it was yeah, very targeted. Fuck. And Shit. they had children with them from what i understand and um it was a, a very terrifying time for julissa and her family and uh, i kept thinking about it um as it was going on and um i'm so relieved that they're back at home but imagine recovering from that sort of trauma for everybody you know everyone in the family uh, for them it's just damn it's a lot and it just continues to illustrate how dangerous it is to be a journalist in Mexico right now. Like seriously, people who are writing the truth are heroes because they can easily yeah. be murdered. And it's very important work that they're doing. Too. And there's a reason that they're targeted. Like there's a, 
there's obviously a reason, right? They're targeted in places like like this in this example, like violently or just like to be intimidated so that they don't report the truth that is harmful to certain groups. And we're living in a country now where journalism is like being targeted. And you're, you you know, do you remember the the last asshole who was in office who would like call them the enemies of the state and say all this shit? And at like at his rallies, he'd point them out and like they'd start chanting shit. I'm like. All of this is deliberate because if you are up to nefarious shit and want to harm people, the first people you want like to be immobilized, to be sort of neutralized are people who are going to expose that. So shout out to all journalists doing fucking good work, putting themselves in those situations. It's unfortunate and it shouldn't be happening, but fuck it. God damn, yeah. we need it, obviously. Yeah. It's a very thankless job and a very dangerous job. And yeah, glad we're... Yeah. People committed to what's true and what's right um you know and then not only the the journalists but also women in general are targeted mm. all the time for many different reasons but misogyny is really the underlying factor and so it's just a dangerous time I, everything feels so fraught and so tenuous and and kind of scary i don't know it's 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 a strange um moment i feel for humankind um i've been feeling that way for a few yeah. months now and it's like information's feeling weaponized and that's kind of what we we're talking about there too where the omission of it the yeah. enhancement of it or like the yeah the, the, the manipulation the, the the, yeah the tweaking of it ai yeah, yeah mixed in there that's cool. kind of where we're yeah. at you're right so people want we don't to control information, information. Yeah. so like in this case, it was done violently. They, these journalists were yeah. putting out the truth. And certain groups, obviously violent groups, yep. didn't want that to happen. So so they acted in that way. It's about controlling information. So, yep. they, so it's like the most, it's the most scariest type of shit. Yeah. Where they, like, they want to do fucked up shit, yeah. but they don't want you to understand what the fuck's going on. If we don't have yeah. truth as a society, we can't make decisions correctly right like we can't we we don't know what's going on so we can't then move forward we'll in ways. disintegrate yeah yeah so that is why these groups target uh journalists because the last thing that they want is for you to have a clear sense as to what is going on right and it's the same with banning books like not letting yeah, people yeah. have yeah. information of what actually happens and what is true and what is real and um have an an awakening a consciousness about such things and um it's it continues i keep getting banned like just every few weeks every couple of days sometimes i get notifications that my book has been banned uh, mexican daughter specifically in different states and i just honestly don't i mean i get it and i don't get it i, I I get it that it's because it's just what it represents that, you know, we're taking up too much space. Some of our Mexican daughters in the title. Like, that's enough yeah. for a lot of They're like, what kind of daughter was that? All right. No, thank you. And a daughter? <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's two yeah. strikes. And three, because I don't like them. Yeah. She has ideas? I don't yeah. know. Well, someone cited the, um, the criticism of religion in, mm. in why it was banned. That was me. Yeah. <laughs> me, me and Debbie Because Jesus There was just one set of footsteps Yeah Yeah All of that um, And so That That's what's scaring them too Like this girl's just like Fuck God And fuck 
the church, which I feel like a lot of kids are right now. And um, you can't stop that. Shit. And they're like, you, you shouldn't be able to just do that. That's the yeah, thing. Yeah. They're like, wait yeah. a minute. Yeah. Uh, don't put that idea in people's heads. They can just decide to not listen to this shit we're saying. Yeah. And, and question the way things are yeah. and, you know, reject what is fucked up. Anyway. I um, have a... I just it's super relevant it was a few weeks ago as well and uh i feel like erica would not have had this on her bingo card for 2023 but i think pink who must be touring right uh gave away 2000 banned books in florida nice as part Uh, of her visit and i'm like that's pretty gangster that is beloved by tony morrison probably you're not your perfect mexican daughter i hope so but (laughs) even if it's not in the list i'm happy you know, like that shit's so cool. It's a power move. People think, love Pink. Yeah. She's done yeah. great work and has really supported the queer community. Actually doing shit. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you know, she's a pop star. Got some catchy tracks. Not really my thing, but yeah, yeah. I really respect that shit when you actually do shit. Yeah, Cindy Lauper, yeah. same. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. She got just, some hits just wants to have girls fun. want to have fun like that is just, a fucking yeah. yeah that's a banger so she's got one in my book but yeah yeah oh and uh dolly part oh dolly parton bangers that, all over the so town. she she has been giving away like i didn't know this she has been giving away books for like she's probably in her 70s right am i, am I right about that she's mm-hmm. she's been quietly doing a lot of good work like not making it a big stink but one of the things i think is giving away millions and millions of dollars in books and i'm like yeah. that shit's fucking wild and, and she just did a halftime show for the Thanksgiving dallas cowboys game dressed as a dallas cowboys cheerleader oh my god right. how i haven't seen it but tell them titties out as, wow as well i mean jolene baby jolene. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, she's on our list of white people we like. Yeah, yeah for sure. It's a good list. I want to maybe throw in one more kind of, it sounds like examples of folks like doing good to do good, standing up to systems that are fucked up. Journalist Dolly Parton. But recently we had a, was it Jenna Ortega? Yeah. Um, mm. Stepping down from the Scream franchise. Love when, this shit, when, man. when her teammate got fired for, I, I think, I, I tried to read through it and I think it was supporting Palestine. I didn't I see anything. It was. Too, they she read super far into like three words or like these, yeah, really granular. They said it was to, anti-Semitic. Trying to make something. Yeah. I read through it and it, it read more worried for the people in Palestine and not very critical of anyone. I, mm. I don't know if I'm no, simplifying it, it. We but brought this up on the last episode yeah. where it's like it, it just standing up for one group of people does not. And we talked about the difference between uh, actions by a state versus yeah. like the people. Yeah. So Palestinians and, 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 and Israelis, we can support both groups and the liberation of all people without. And, and if we say something about Palestine and we say things like that, I think anybody who says it is speaking to that. Right. Without diminishing another group. And so it's, it's being mm-hmm. called being called anti-Semitic and shit like that—that's wild to me. It's so yeah. simple and it's lazy and it's yeah. untrue and dishonest, you know. Yeah, but I love the fact that uh, Jenna Ortega said, "You know what? I'm out." Yeah. I yeah. love that. Too. Yeah, that's Melissa so Barrera. great. That's the, that's the only way because she has some clout now with Wednesday and she's been blowing up. She's using that clout. She's using that muscle to be like, "Cool, I guess this is where we're at. I'm out. You're about to lose 
God knows how much money. Because that's what Dude, speaks, right? Yeah. That's a real. It's a really good example of propaganda for like of people who think that saying anything against Israel is anti-Semitic yeah. in that way. Like, or, or speaking out, I'm worried about people in Palestine. I'm worried about children there. Yeah, that are helpless and have nothing to do with any of this shit. Like dying right. by the tens of thousands, and, and, right? And then and then to say, well, because you know historically. I guess some of the people that this state represents have been persecuted in Israel. Sure. Like no one, if if you're, <laughs> I mean, truth, no one's arguing that fact, of course. Yeah. But like that doesn't mean that you know because you don't support this war the way the war is being waged or what you know whatever like you know like that that's that's people being propagandized on one side For or sure. the other like yeah. taking an extreme position in that. Both way. are so right? polarized. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 And you have a a huge proportion of people who are. Jewish who can understand it and are speaking out against violence against Palestine and, yeah, and, and what's going powerful. on in the genocide. And that's in the same way that we talk about, like, as men, we could be part of a group that is doing shitty things, but we can speak up against that as individuals. And, you know, which brings me to my no chingas the D, the I, the D, the D. Oh, the boy. Y. Mm. Diddy. No, yeah. that's that shit's Not fucking that. wild. This information is coming yeah. out. So, uh, if you haven't heard Diddy, yeah. he was sued by alleged his, information. Is, All this is alleged. He was, he was. This is truthful. He was sued by his longtime partner Cassie yeah. for uh, the 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 suit had some just absolutely despicable long time, like like over the course of decade plus abuse, sexually, mentally, in all kinds of just awful, awful, disturbing, shocking. Almost unbelievable ways, like just really, really terrible ways. Settled the day after that came out with Cassie. Wow, since, was that quick? Since yeah, so so that lawsuit actually once it went public, uh, it, yeah, it settled the next. He wanted to day. shut that shit. He down. was like, "Whoa!" And but since then, there have been two other people have come forth. Oh and it feels like a floodgate terrible. opening situation. It definitely feels like a floodgate like a situation. Yeah. It, it, yeah, and it's like you know. Uh, he controls a lot of media. Diddy does a lot of a lot yeah. of hip hop media, a lot of black media, stuff like that. A lot of podcasts and all. He, like he's like the you know rolls up to Diddy, you know. Um, so people might be scared to talk about it in that way in, in the black community and stuff like that. But again, this is one of those things, man. Like you know, you talk about like Chris Brown, who's the dude with Megan Thee Stallion, which is not uh, um, Tory Lanez. Tory Lanez, yeah. like this type of shit. Like with I like I'm all for. When black people are accused of stuff and, you know, getting into the legal system and all that, I'm all for sort of giving the benefit of doubt to folks because I know how that shit works. And I know how, you know, rich people of color can get taken advantage. Of. I know people of color in the system and all that. And we all know that. So so I, I, I want to get the benefit of doubt. However, but like these are these are things that are done upon black women. Yep. You know what I mean? Like these are abuses and. These are like attacks on black women as well. So like while while we want to stand up for black men as a system, like you cannot just like leave, you know, like because there's so many men who are like, oh, you know, like people still work with Chris Brown all across <laughs> entertainment and hip hop. But it's like, you know, there's a real victim who's an unbelievably amazing black woman, Rihanna. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, it's like, you, and Megan Thee Stallion, another one. And like, you're just going to be like. There's a whole camp that's like pro Tory Lanes and a whole thing, and it's just like yeah, that shit's crazy yeah. to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is a this is another black woman that that was attacked physically by his people in in heinous way, and so like you know that that really bothers me with this shit, especially in like the the black 
media and the podcast arena and like and just the entertainment industry and stuff like that. Like particularly like I, I'm all for protecting black folks, you know, from everyone else. But like not at the expense. Yeah, at mm-hmm. the expense of black women, man. It happens a lot. Yeah. Right? I mean, the allegations were chilling. Seriously. Yeah. Holy shit. Just how ongoing and intense and violent it all was. And I can't even imagine you know, experiencing such a thing and like whatever settlement she got is just not enough to heal those wounds, you know, like I, I, I'm so glad she got something. Um, but it, it really worries me that these men can, can just cover up the, their offenses with money wherever they go. It's, it's, I mean, it's, it's a, a tale as old as time, right? Yeah. But, you know, from the, and also from, like, the black side, like, I admit, it's sad. I hate, I fucking hate seeing someone like yeah. Diddy or something. Like, you know, someone who's, like, really sort of great and esteemed and has done a lot of stuff. Like, it's the fucking worst. Yeah. It fucking sucks. You know what I mean? But, but like, it's like, you know, just this this type of, he, he also... Felt like he could do whatever the fuck he wanted to do to whoever the fuck he wanted to, and that's obvious, mm-hmm. right? So like, you can't be like that's that's it. That's not a good person. That's not what people yeah. you know. You know what I mean? So we like, live in a society, right? goddamn it. We live in right. a society, but I do hate Simple to see. Sentence. I yeah. hate to. I fucking hate to. Yeah. See, like, I I, w- I really wish he's influential. Kids probably look yeah. up to him. Like people, different people for different reasons, and yeah, that's kind of heinous behavior, and it gets. Um, the tale is all this time. It becomes more of a gender situation yeah. and how we fucking act. Um, but then the media wants, wants your race involved too. And the articles yeah. and the, yeah. in the legal system and it's, yeah, you're, and race is in the mix, yeah. right? Like to a certain degree, like yeah. you have to acknowledge that this is all a very complex thing that exists in this very complex society with these fucking hierarchies and these like yeah. injustices that exist everywhere. And, um, this is a weird pivot, but not quite. It falls along with what we're talking about. This is always sat with me um, when it comes to like hip hop specifically, right? Um, Ava DuVernay years ago, I think when Straight Outta Compton first came out, had a quote, and I'm neither black nor a woman. So I'd like, uh, there's, there is a black man here and a woman who might be able to speak to this in a more enlightened way than me. This is the quote. She said, to be a woman who loves hip-hop at times is to be in love with your abuser. I fucking love hip-hop. And sometimes I'm listening to these lyrics in the car with my kids. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck. So I cringe yeah. sometimes. But then I love it. And then I cringe. And then it's just this complicated experience. I mean, I was really, I really thought, I was literally thinking about this very thing, like, this week. Because I've been listening to, like, I always talk about Project Pat here. At, like, Project Pat is, like... In terms of a rapper, it's great. And in terms of what he <laughs> did, like coming out of Memphis and also is is amazing. And in terms of musically what he's done and his influences, I know people, you know, if you don't know hip hop and stuff like that, you don't know Southern shit, you might think you heard like the chicken has some Project Pat. Project right. Pat is like yeah. legendary, right? And uh got a real style. And Memphis hip hop is like its own thing. And it's sort of like this it's very hardcore because Memphis is a uh like, you know, a very rough place and it, there are a lot of disenfranchised black folks there that movie hustle flow i haven't even seen it but like that's a idea it's like a lot of pimps and all that kind of shit and so he talks a lot about like a lot about pimp shit and like yeah. that shit is just straight up i mean yeah. 
it's it's straight up controlling women with violence with mental, any way yeah. that you can to make money, right? Uh, and it's and it's seen as another avenue, like selling drugs or doing that, right? Right in the street, if you have to make money, it's seen as another avenue. Is that right? So it, it's like, I mean, I'm really torn with that, um, because he is storytelling. Like you wouldn't know that otherwise. People wouldn't know about that shit about men. Like white people wouldn't like yeah. know about. It. Like, you, like I mean, it's just, it's just. He's just. This is what happens. Like that is what it is, and so it is. Uh, it's also music and art and all that. So, so but like, but I mean, it's it's really graphic and it's it's fucking crazy. Can you I know? ask? Can I ask this question? And maybe this kind of like, I, I don't know. Um, one thing I think about is we often have discussions on here about like how the rhetoric that's used when discussing like migrants. Um, is dehumanizing. And once you have dehumanize, like we have to pay attention to the rhetoric that's being used. Cause once you have dehumanizing rhetoric, the whole goal is that group is not human. You can do inhumane things because the, to them, because they're not human. Or when right. You, or when you and normalize hip- it, that's, right. that's the worry I think. And so like mm-hmm. when you're talking about hip, and again, I'm with you. I love hip hop. I, some of the songs that I love the most, I listen to like as a, as a, as a grown ass man now. And I'm like, fuck, they're saying some shit there. That's normalizing this fucking hierarchy that's using rhetoric that's dehumanizing to women. And then that has an impact that, that, that we can't say that it doesn't have an impact in the same way that I say it, it has an impact on uh, when it comes to the topic of immigration. There, it, that's a that's a very deliberate use of it when it comes to immigration. Right. Like I want you to see them as a horde invading. So when we fucking kill them, you're going to be OK with it. So this feels kind of similar, right? Like hip hop is just historically it's not everyone obviously being like, aware it's like knowing what, knowing what songs are just like dated and insane when you like play them back and just knowing that yeah, there's more music there's yeah. yeah. Well, there's more music. Um what I think is uh it's really complicated and weird yeah. and uncomfortable and um it's it's a symptom of the society that we live in that, that, you know, people have to pimp and hoe and all that. Like, it's just a a matter of uh, survival. And I think it's so unfortunate that we have to live in that kind of world, but you know, people are going to exist in those spaces and they're going to make art and mm-hmm. it's going to be really weird and uncomfortable messy. at times and yeah. messy and we're going to feel some kind of way about it and we can judge all we want, but we've never been in that position. Right. And so I think it's, it's important also, to empathize, crit- but critique, but yeah. critique it, right? Like, no, I think that's course. important too. I think both, yeah. I, think, I think you nailed it. It's empathy and critique can ex- coexist, yeah, right? Also precisely. people are multifaceted too. Yeah. Like yeah. that's the thing. Like they're not just one like, thing. Yeah. Like, like Project Pat is not just a dude that talks about like, he's yes, like, it's like he's, the life we live. <laughs> Yes, we can get into that in a little bit. But it, it, it's, it, I mean, it's really, you know, he is a hero to a lot of people because he is. Yeah. He's the shit. Like, objectively so to a lot of people. And he means a lot to the city and to a lot of people. And, you, you know, all, everything. You know, to his city. And he uh, exists within that messiness, right? Yeah, he and exists he exists within, he exists yeah. within that me- right. messiness. Yeah. And he's like, and he's, he's an example of, a, I talk about this, like, Diddy's a terrible example. But Project Pat's example of, like, rappers getting older. And it's just like, I'm so happy People still want to work with him. He's happy. He's yeah. making his art. He's like, you know, do it. it's, it's just it's just beautiful. I love that shit. And, like, yeah. maybe he probably didn't 
necessarily want to do that but yeah. what else is there to do i mean that's the whole point yeah. of all this music talks and about that it's yeah. like it's literally it's literally like there's not like this is nothing else yeah. to do like we this is yeah there's literally nothing else to fucking do and, so yeah. and language and language exists in the context in which it is like it in which it is right so if this is what you have to pull from then you're pulling from language that is like misogynist right you're pulling from language you're, you're just i'm existing in these spaces these spaces are misogynist. it's true to you it's right. true and i'm like i'm gonna use what i have to make my art which again like you you spoke to the complexity of like of the, the complexity of like saying i can empathize yeah. and i can critique it's like you go to which is which is I get, again we've said this before nuance for yeah. a lot of people is not yeah you know it's something you you're got. good at it's okay if you're uncomfortable yeah. um but it reminds me also of just one more thing the cartels um and how oftentimes they recruit these young men from towns that are basically abandoned and you know these young men have nothing yeah. so yeah. what are they gonna do yeah they're they're gonna go do yeah. you know this sell is, drugs yeah. or yeah. whatever and their songs go hard too but yeah it's about there's a lot of violence yeah surely a lot of misogyny oh yes um yeah like you know but that's the reality and yeah. that's because of the conditions that they live yeah. in you know yeah. and so it doesn't happen in a vacuum and this goes back like you you could look at mob movies i love mob movies i've been i've grown up on the godfather and fucking well, like goodfellas that's born out of like a demographic who was isolated, who didn't have resources, who then existed in this, and then crime yeah. became a thing, and then they made art with this shit. And they're admired by white people, right? Yes, big, now big they are. So yeah. there, there's more nuance, right? Like you got all this shit, like, and that promotes violence and misogyny. Oh, for oh, sure, yeah. it's at the center on, of on all film. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, not just audio. And Scorsese gets yeah. Academy Awards. Just influenced a lot of rappers, honestly. <laughs> Again, and it's all it's playing together, right? There's a lot of there's a lot of shit yeah. kind of like playing off one another. Yeah. It sounds almost like if you only got blue paint, like it's a blue, let's call You're, it a blue period. Yeah. That's all I got on me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just think about um, sometimes the, the characters that I write and how I want them to be fucked up, you know, because most of us are. And um, why do we have to, especially as women, why do we have to be pleasing and, um, pretty and yeah. whatever um why can't we just be like dirty and fucked up and weird and kind of sick in the head <laughs> you know like i find that fascinating um but maybe also beautiful and generous in some form you know like you human beings 360 are, degree person yeah would, someone who's very complicated yeah. like most of us and so um i i have gotten criticism for you know my characters one being me um not being likable because you know i i swear too much or um whatever you know julia is an asshole in many ways who cares you know that's that's yeah. what makes her interesting that's what uh gives her texture and and it says something that women are not allowed exactly. to be this and yeah. men are oh of course there's a male who does this that and yeah the other. I watched Breaking Bad and that motherfucker is a heinous piece of shit. Great show. But people, <laughs> people root for him. But people yeah. are rooting for yeah. him, right? And he's yeah. like, he's a protagonist and nobody's having an issue with him being this. It's just like, oh yeah, he's, there's a full spectrum and men get the full spectrum treatment. Women do not. Yeah. Um, the black and brown community doesn't get the full spectrum treatment, right? How often are we props in fucking stories or women going back to the fucking rap example, right? 
for a good chunk of my existence, you had a few female rappers, but everybody else was like, if I saw a black or brown woman on a screen in a video that was a rap video, she was a fucking prop, right? Yeah. And and power was not given to her in that situation. So this is fucking messy as shit, man. Yeah. It's not pretty. I did think you. I, I was truant last week, right? As we as we covered earlier, <laughs> chasing scarves. Yeah. And I think we're you, still holding on I to our want, grudges. Yeah, I just want to say I think you 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 had a good uh, approach of you're like especially your audience likely includes young women of color. Yeah, I think. And, uh, <laughs> but, um, but like they should just know they have agency to do what they want. Yeah, like you have these Fuck tools. We're talking about Project Pat, who has real live stories. You know, we have whatever's in your tool belt, like use it and um, and don't think twice about the judgment that people of color get. And then most and then uh, the, the other layers women get. Everyone's fucked up yeah. to different degrees, yeah. you know. Oh, yeah. so much work. So, uh, wait, last last thing I'll say to that one is it's almost like you, you happen to be able bodied and you don't like give a shit if there's like a ramp or like if a, a place is accessible yeah, right. yeah. and it's like bare minimum it's the bare yeah. minimum yeah. you happen to be able-bodied or like yeah. advantage in this different way and like like the least you can do is sign the thing for the fucking accessibility ramp yeah. once you start noticing that Man. shit you're like whoa <laughs> yeah how exactly how is this i y'all motherfuckers took this to play but you know what my no chingas was <laughs> driving at night with astigmatism Damn. Oh my god. <laughs> that was my name. Let's talk about that. <laughs> you motherfuckers took it into like yeah, yeah. all of this shit. Yeah. I'm like, I just want to talk about like it looks like I'm driving into fireworks. That's all <laughs> I want to talk about. Y'all made this yeah. Is that why it looks like that for me? Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. Also, speaking of um medical problems, uh I am getting tested very soon for ADHD. And by soon I mean January, but I'm excited. Unless you forget. I might yeah. forget to go. Yeah. Or like, just get lost. That's the chicken and egg thing. Yeah. Will, will you get there, though? Oh, on time? my God. Let me tell you how I've left my car out open, running two times. I've got a real problem. I just, like, I can't get anything done. I, I, I'm just, like, the Tasmanian devil going in circles. Yeah. It's fucked up. How do I write books? I don't quite understand it myself. I, I picture you in a large room and the book is in the center of it. <laughs> and you just kind of like throughout the day walk past it. Put down and like when you walk word. past it, you write like a good bit. I, I actually do that. Yeah, I, like I write I just good bits. I'm like washing a dish and I'm yeah. like, oh, a good bit. And I run and I write it down. Yeah. And I never get anything done. But it comes together. You've got a few books now. So I, I know. We're all I like mean, perplexed. We're all, we we want to know more. I, I, at some point it becomes a, a an obsession i think that's that's really what happens i just like cannot not do it so anyway i hope that i i get the help i need because i really need it i want to just function as a normal adult you do need it Uh, this is Chingaderas because sometimes we get tired of talking about random shit and we want to talk about some different random shit. So this is the segment that talks about that different random shit where we make an effort to solve the world's problems one shit talking session at a time. So I think we're opening this up with a question that has been sent our way. Yes, I got a question from 
someone on Instagram, they said, <laughs> um, hold on. Any comebacks for that one tia, auntie, during the holiday seasons? <laughs> Respect mm. her. No comeback. Respect <laughs> oh her. Oh, my God. Dude, you know they don't have, like, a sick <gasps> army of attorneys either, right? Like, Look, I'm well, You know you're good. I'm trying to make sure we cover all our bases. We have. <laughs> you're afraid of the tia? Yeah. Are, are you not tia afraid of the tia? Or some shit no. like that. Big tia. No. Oh, they're coming through. I, union I lawyers. They're coming through with the long count pinchers ready. We talked about this. I like, stopped nah. caring about the tias and their. I mean, I have tias nah. I love, but I, I generally don't give a fuck you're about more courageous my tias and what they think. You know? Like, who cares what they think? Yeah. You know? So, go hard. Like I would say, like I, I'm gonna I'm gonna 180 pivot on this one. But if your tias are giving you shit over the holidays, if you're a grown ass person, you no longer have to see them as because I think when you're a kid, you have this vision of like I have to be respectful to other adults, which to adults because I am not one, and there is this hierarchy I have to adhere to. But I mean, to be to be, if I'm being honest, they're another adult in your life right now, right? Uh, and so guess what? You don't have to be nice to anybody who is not nice to you. So if you got some passive aggressive dia, then you got to hone up and get ready and fucking attack with whatever you got available. Yeah. So I need you to do with the their own weapons. Yeah. You got to do the Terminator side panel <laughs> and you look at them and you fucking size them up because we can't give you anything because we don't know your aunts. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But if your aunt's like, husband cheated on her. That shit's fair game. Oh my my, <laughs> if there's a second family involved, yeah. that shit's fair game in my book. Like, I, I ain't playing anymore. I ain't, a, I ain't a kid. This is... Um, one, I also, think that's I a, respect I, all uh, doñas out there. I do think that's a great answer. <laughs> I, oh I agree with everything that Martin said. Also, like, Atia, depending on how close they are to you or how much influence they have over you or how much you got to hang out with them or how much... Like... You really should not give a fuck about because like they're not giving you money. They're not like they like whatever career path right. you take. If they don't yeah. like it, it really doesn't fucking matter. And if they're probably date, not gonna right, 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 <laughs> right. Yeah. And yeah. if you if you date, yeah, they're not gonna like it. If you date somebody and they don't like it, they, you know they don't like a tattoo. You got they might not like it, but it's like really they have no control over you at all. Other other than that that the fucking the literal radiation you feel off their body when you're around them on the holidays. When they look at you and ask you dumbass questions, but in reality, they can't really do shit to you. But there is one thing that I didn't take into account. Some of them can cook. Yeah. Oh shit. So that is one thing that you have to be willing yeah. to do give you up. Cut yourself Ooh. off. So like, if that mole is fucking the best thing you've ever had in your life, you have to be okay. Now you can only answer this question for yourself, right? How it good it moves your goalposts? How a good? Bit? How good is that mole? Because maybe you shut the fuck up, right? Maybe mm. you just say sitia. Mm-hmm. This is when we when we show you how to not give a fuck about your aunties. None of my aunties can cook. <laughs> you just you just Ooh. cut it so clean in one swoop right now. Oh my! If they're my, listening, my, my. You're, you're in this. You're in the clear. None of wow, yeah. That's so efficient. I hope, they're, I hope they're listening. Damn. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. I mean, I just I don't know. I'm grown, so just don't give a fuck. Seriously. You, she doesn't pay her bills. That's what I've always told myself. So I, I wish you good luck. Yeah, I'd be like, who are you? My parents' sibling? Lower your voice. <laughs> <laughs> Lower your voice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Keep it down. You're just my parents' sibling. Keep it, keep it down. 
I have another. I'm, I'm over here question. drinking a beer with your husband's mistress, so maybe you shut the fuck up. How <laughs> oh about my that? God. So many mistresses. Ah, <laughs> uh, trauma. Our families are all <laughs> fucked up. Um. Anyway, here's the question: Do you believe in a guy paying for all the dates or splitting bills? Well, let me take care of this one, guys. I believe that they should just fucking pay because our society is unequal and being a woman is sometimes very terrifying. And fuck that. I don't know. Uh, maybe that's old fashioned. <laughs> Great logic. Perhaps. So call me like, old fashioned, but fuck, fuck that. that. <laughs> no, I mean, the wage gap uh, is a real thing. Debbie's back. That's real. The <laughs> wage gap. Yeah. She's listening. Debbie, yeah. think about it. All the, all the wages that you lose because you're a woman, it's not fair. All the fucking tampons or pads or whatever's that you need to get pantyhose and knickknacks and doodads because you're (laughs) because you're a woman it's just not fair it sucks well so let him buy you a fucking steak you know and if he doesn't want to buy it then maybe he's not the one okay oh whoa we just got into some classes territory here if he yeah. can't afford to buy you a steak, he's not the one. No, he's just vegetarian. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, this turn this took a weird turn. I don't like Damn. I don't like this turn. No. Yeah. yeah, if anyone knows even the the quick math they used to say is <laughs> no, 70 what was it? 70 cents to the dollar? Yeah. It's, it's gotten better or worse, but I go that's crazy. That's that bonkers. ratio is uh, intense. That's no good. No so maybe good. do that okay. math. Okay, yeah. Do that so, math. so pay thirty percent. I'll pay a dollar for every. You pay seventy for every dollar I pay. Yeah, yeah, there you go. We split it like but that. But it's too Darn. many decades too late. So we got to get you by can't the be steak. splitting hairs like that. <laughs> Just I don't know. I I found that if a man was cheap, it was uh really um almost repulsive to me. <laughs> You know, Damn. I really did. Like, oh, like you can't even buy me a coffee, bitch. Yeah. Like, oh my god. Damn. Like, I felt so. Really you just double down on the classes shit. I got you. It's also, it's also because I think I mean, one thing if you're asking the person out too. Yeah, so like that's another thing. If you're like, can I take you out? Then yeah, yeah. Then like, yeah but I just, I just meant you like, must. let's go share a churro. Like, that's all I want. Like. You have the you have you, the, you don't have churro you even, money you fucking broke you, you even yeah. get the half with the shit inside like the the strawberry I'll I'll take the the half that never, the strawberry doesn't get to cheap guys just make me sick damn damn that's all I've got Whoa. to say you're, oh oh you're let me tell you a little story against men that's Wait, what let me I tell say you about little you story. that's what I'm hearing yep. poor yep. men that's what I got to say about you mm-hmm. no mm-hmm. I'm sexist against. Yes, all men, but also because... <laughs> bad dudes. You showed him. Bad yeah. What about bad dudes, man? Whatever. Don't make us come up here. One time, when I first moved back to Chicago, I was out there dating, and this one dude told me, I'll take you on a picnic. And I was like, well, that's cute. And so um, on, on the lakefront, you know, we have a beautiful lake here in Chicago, and it was a... That's free. It's a beautiful time of year. Yeah, exactly. Um, And then he tells me that right before I'm supposed to meet him, that we can just get some concessions at the concession stand and that he didn't bring a blanket because it was too heavy or something. (laughs) I like this guy. 
I'm a big fan. I was like, bitch, what? Sounds like, hey, a, like sounds like a keeper. Just get peanuts and cracker jack yep. and oh, sit on the cold concrete. My I like God. him. Yeah, I like him. Next to travel. Do light. you have his contact information? I think we should oh. bring him up. Bring him on the podcast. I said, I'm not going anymore. And he couldn't believe it. <laughs> he just was just beside himself. Like, what? You know? Like you made just, no concessions. You just damn, no damn. concessions. Exactly. Wow. So, ladies, what I'm trying to say is, you know, don't settle for some schmo. Don't settle for some dude with no bed frame. Don't settle. And ladies, for, what we're saying is settle. No, just settle. Yeah. Don't the listen men to the these clowns. Bed don't frames we, are overrated. What if about women, clean sheets? <laughs> what about clean sheets? If women did not settle. Mm-hmm. We would never. There would never be a man and a yeah, woman there, pair. There'd never yeah. be children. And it sounds, sounds like you hate children. You hate kids. Yeah, you hate kids. What is wrong Sometimes. with you? That's right. We we depend on you guys. Settling. That's actually that's actually a men's rights talking point. Like we need to procreate. So you need to like yeah. you all this high, all this oh I need you need to yeah. buy shit more than just popcorn for me shit. We it's important that we make babies. Yeah. Well then, fucking feed us well. You know, <laughs> give us nice concessions. Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with a good hot dog from the local concession shop, right? Like, I'm right like do I look like a hot dog, bitch? <laughs> you talk about hot dogs and beeves all the time. That doesn't you mean I'm a hot dog, bitch. Yeah. Uh, wow. Me and Debbie right, are gonna yeah, fucking Debbie talk, does not man. Like God this language, no. Debbie and this just attitude, off, yeah. And this attitude, attitude this this newfangled way that women are supposed to be acting. Debbie doesn't like any of it. So quite frankly, neither do I. I think yeah. if, we're, if we're going by a consensus here and, and, and like just women, I mean, just three out of four people in this room are saying settle. So if you want to listen to the minority, I mean, go ahead. Dump his oh, ass. We're not about minorities here. <laughs> I thought about this. Yeah, we're actually going to know who's listening to the podcast by when we see bad reviews and it's a dude, it's like, oh, yeah, you heard that thing about dump his ass. Yeah, yeah that no. Erica said and then the it'd be the like proudest moment. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. I, it, nothing would make me happier than to be the yeah. cause of uh, the dumping of an yeah. ugly boyfriend. So I f- yeah, that's why I feel like stupid our, ugly. Sorry, our bad reviews are not going to be good reviews. You're like another listener, another listener. <laughs> yeah, we're like hell yeah. They actually deep cut. Yeah. I think we're covering both our bases though, because some of us are saying like that ugly person. You pick them up, you dust them <laughs> off. <laughs> You yeah. help them get, you know, yep. some you fix yeah. themselves up a little yep. bit. You know what goes <laughs> a long way, though? Effort. <laughs> Just to, like, try. Yeah. In, you know? the, in this case, like, the blank, the, the, the blank case. No, he could have brought a he blanket. Tr- you can get wine for, like, $4. It would have been the easiest And you can get thing. some plastic cups. Trader and Joe's. Some, like, right yeah, and get, like, some cheese and shit. Yeah, bada bing, bada boom. But then Erica would have been like, he bought me some four dollar wine. No, 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 no. This is better than concession. That would have worked. I would have been like, oh, okay, this is cute. You know, like he tried. I didn't want to spend on the cup, so if you could just put your two hands together, I just, I just gonna pour it, and then you do it for me. You just pour it right in your mouth too. Either way, whatever you're whatever you're comfortable with. I want to make you comfortable, girl. You know, you just cup your hands together. Oh my god! And I didn't bring a blanket, but. My flannel's kind of big. Yeah. <laughs> we'll sit on this. Yeah, yeah don't do that. Mm. It's not going to end well. Like, that guy's not going to be good to you. He's just not. He can't. That's. I think that's a good topic to, to, to touch on just because I think, traditionally speaking for my culture, it's, it's kind of dated and it's, it's not very exciting. It's not very, like, romantic. So, like, 
the like the bare minimum concessions is not in range. Just like you said, like very simple things would have sufficed. Yeah. So like I want to make sure we touch on this because we're grown. We're 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 most of us are you know um, kids of immigrants uh, of the sort, but like. You can change the narrative, man. Like, please do. Yeah, please. <laughs> Concessions. Uh, We're begging you all. Don't cut it anymore, man. Now we're at Sea Changes, where we talk about things that we like and to make us feel good. Because I feel like in this episode, too, we talked about some pretty, you know. Mm, heavy shit. Not funny shit. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's a palate cleanser. You know what I'm saying? And this isn't funny to me, but I, I got one. I want to. I want to kick it off. Okay, go. I was excited. This is my seat chingers. This Andre three thousand is a as a person and as a woodwind musician, player. woodwind player, and one of a one of the greatest contemporary woodwind artists of our time. I love him. Yeah, he. Uh, if you don't know Andre three thousand of Outkast, one of the greatest rap groups of all time that have ever existed. Uh, he. Uh, he hasn't been really rapping lately at all. He's been traveling the world with his flute. You know what I mean? Just playing his flute, living his life. He Same. earned all, like you know all this money. He can do whatever he wants. It's great. And he dropped this album. It's just like sort of very strange, ambient sort of flute music uh, with no words at all, no rapping whatsoever. And you know what? I listened to it. Uh, I would never listen to some shit like that if it wasn't. If I three thousand yeah. didn't make it, uh, you know, I might listen to it again some other time if I'm under the influence of some sort of substance that's real crazy. So I don't know. Like this, <laughs> this uh, I'm trying to think of like scenarios where I'd really fuck with this. You know what I mean? But you know, I'm just happy that he made it. Yeah, it makes me happy. Like I saw about Project Pat getting older, and like you know, and I'm really happy that he, he was able to age in this way and still do what he loves and all that stuff. I feel the same way about yeah. Andre, man. Make your shit, man. It's beautiful. I, I think that's what makes it beautiful to me. So I, I like that, mm-hmm. uh, you know. Uh, and it's great. Yeah. Yeah, I admire him for that, for just doing exactly what he wants to do. Because what an opportunity. That's so freaking cool, you know, to just experiment and yeah. be weird. And um, yeah, man, I listen to it too. And it's nice for writing. I, f- I feel like it could do something for me so um yeah i enjoyed it it's not my favorite thing and it's not something that i'll return to over and over again i don't think but it has a lot of value henry and any art that that motherfucker produces i'm gonna check out yeah because yeah. because he's done nothing but right by folks yeah. he even took a long yeah. hiatus wasn't overly commercialized really cared i think about his fan base and i'm probably on the far or the further end with this one because i really enjoyed it i'll probably revisit it yeah to your point when i'm cleaning or and i'm like really trying to focus or just take a break because we're overstimulated all the time and i almost couldn't believe that andre 3000 gave me this like serene but i could see what he was trying to do yeah but it's not rap so it wasn't nothing was overdone the tracks are very long. I would say that's the thing that's going to oh, change with the, hey, with the and rap. And the titles range. of the tracks They're are, that was like cool. that, to me, that's what sort of makes it for me and helps me. Yeah. help. It actually frames the music for me. It makes yeah. me, it puts me in a place. So I, I really like that. And that was some hip hop ass shit. The yeah. titles and shit. So like yeah. that was pretty that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. I haven't heard it, but does, spoiler, does he do hot cross buns? Cause I used to get down on hot cross buns on the recorder. <laughs> like I could, I could play like to this day. I think I have muscle memory. 
Give me a recorder. Okay. Oh right, right no now. one wants oh, this. I, I keep one but in also, my <laughs> breast pocket. <laughs> but also, I want to like because uh, we know Andre listens to the podcast to the podcast yep. religiously. Yep. Um, but I want to encourage him because he was in it during an interview. He's like, you know, I'm getting older, and he's like, what am I really supposed to rap about? He's sort of kind of questioning, like, am I supposed to rap about my colonoscopy and some other shit? You know, like because he's, you know, like I have. To, and my answer to that, Andre three thousand, is mm-hmm. please. Because uh, if you are rapping about a colonoscopy, yeah. it's going to be interesting. And uh, the people are wondering. Yeah, let's mm-hmm. do it. Come on. Is that what you fluting about? Yeah. Colonoscopies? Is that what you're fluting about? Because you're fluting about something. Is that, it's about just getting old. What, hey, what if it was just like a Morse code flute song and it was rap about colonoscopies? I'm gonna I'm gonna have to double check. I don't think it's gonna be true, but I play it backwards. Let me know. <laughs> oh yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. Do you and think Lizzo? Do you think Lizzo is like really oh. happy for him, or furious? Like, what do you think? Because like she's like motherfucker. I'm a classically trained fucking. What is she like? Uh, she plays the the. Something. It's a soprano flute, a regular flute. The, the, flauta? The, the flute, the, the flute you hold sideways. That Clearly, kind of we, we know our flutes and woodwinds. Yeah. This, this is a, no, no, this is a no, no, no. Sideways flute. Yeah, yeah the sideways. side, the sideways it's flute. Side, it's called the sideways oh, okay. flute. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't believe you didn't know it's called yeah. that. That's ridiculous. Yeah. You should be ashamed of yourself. Do you think she's really proud of him? Happy for him? I think so. Or is she like pissed that? I think she's pro flute. So I think she's pro flute exposure. So I, I think I think she would probably take him to the strip club and see what their what their inner uh, what their oh night my. looks like. <laughs> what what they can. Get How do you feel to? about this guy? Yeah. Is he a yes man or is he like doesn't want to do these things? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Legal over legal over there. Yeah, like they're mm-hmm. sweating. Loves Lizzo over here. Anyone got another one? I got one. Yeah. Um, so just after Thanksgiving, uh, so a lot of things to be thankful for. But one of those things is I, I feel like for myself, I've cultivated a life with very few assholes in it, like which I'm very proud of. Like I don't live with any assholes. I love the people that I live with. They're really cool people and generally surround myself with good people. And only occasionally do I have to deal with an asshole, which is fucking dope. And had I told myself as a kid, you're gonna be in, a, you're gonna be in a situation, not gonna have a lot of assholes in your life. I'd be like, that's fucking dope, old man. And you know, dreams come it. true. Dreams, dreams come true. Do you think it's because you're such a big asshole? There's not enough room for any like other assholes around you. Um, yeah, I don't care the reason. Yeah, okay. like, here's just, the thing. I'm not. I'm just, <laughs> just sort of trying to dig into the science of it. You know I'm what aware yeah. okay. of the cause. Okay. Yeah. This is like the I'm angel like, of, Chris, of of asshole past being like, thank you, future asshole man. I'm glad you're so blessed with your asshole ratio. I'm like a, I'm like a black hole of assholeness. Yeah. So I just suck in all other yeah. assholes that might like you know be and circling. No more assholes. No more assholes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But still, yeah. I can still be proud of that shit. Wow. All right. Yeah, that's a nice thing. An asshole would be proud of that. <laughs> Bro, this is my si chingas. I'm supposed to be happy about this shit. <laughs> oh my. Is there anything else you'd like to add? That's it. Okay. No assholes. No assholes. I know. I feel very lucky in that way too. I'm like, man, I can't like take mine. Move on. Most no, I was gonna add to it. 
God see damn it. You see what I mean? Uh, you see what asshole. I mean? This is oh. exactly what I'm talking about. Uh. Asshole move. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> anyway, my Sea Chingas is a show called Pachinko, which is uh, based on a book called Pachinko by um, Min Jin Lee. And she is a lovely, lovely woman. And she wrote such an incredible intergenerational tale of uh, Korean immigrants in Japan. It's just so freaking good. Um, I highly re- recommend it. The The TV series has really done it justice, I think. It's very beautiful, and it's really fun to watch. And uh, that's it. Uh, it's on Apple Plus? Yep. Yep, okay. And then one other quick recommendation. I watched this documentary called Danielle Luna, Supermodel, and it's on HBO Max. And uh, it's about the first black supermodel, and it's a fascinating story of this girl from Detroit, you know, essentially running away to New York and becoming this very um, high fashion international model um, and how she cultivated a a personality and an accent that was, um, you know, kind of strange and ethereal. Um, Yeah, she was fascinating. And I feel like we should know about her because that's a really big deal. And she also suffered from, you know, horrible racism in many different realms of her life and yeah weird yeah i know crazy right that almost goes without saying which is the gross part right yeah i just wouldn't expect it is all (laughs) in america (laughs) did she run in your circle your your supermodel um like circles roddy oh yeah well yeah well you know the kid models we didn't get named supermodels until we at least turned five or six So right. you know, um, you know the, the, those that modeling. I was a little bit earlier where I was in. I was sort of an ultra model at that time. Um, but then you know, when I turned six, I became a supermodel immediately. And yes, I did. I did. Uh, I heard of her. I didn't actually meet her, but I think I knew her cousin. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I heard. I heard she ran with your aunts. Yeah, she was born yeah. in 1945, which I yeah. find weird that you ran in the same circle. Yeah, you know, we were no, yeah, yeah, yeah. no. Like I said, I think it was what who did I say that it was her cousin or something? I met her. It was her granddaughter that ah. was in my yeah. She oh. was in my class, and Pieces I met are her. Falling in place. Yep, mm. I met her, yeah. and uh, yeah, we were supermodels together. <laughs> Yo, Wikipedia says six foot two. She was stunning. Statuesque, would you say? Ooh, wow. She was so interesting. She had like this really beautiful face with giant eyes and um, just long neck, just very thin. And she pretended like she was from another planet. That that was kind of like part of her shtick. And um, I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Yeah, she was interesting. Underground films with Andy Warhol. What else? Oh, yeah, yeah. She was, like, running around with, like, super famous people. Uh, Fellini films, Uh right? Yeah, Dolly. That's super cool, man. Yeah, Yeah. she's cool. Kenny Rogers, was he in this circle? No, just his beard. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Any yes chinguses? 
left? Yeah, I have. <laughs> we have, we have, I have a couple yes jinguses. But um, I'm gonna stay on the theme of television and film because y'all <laughs> love it when I for say one thousand Alex. Yeah, yeah. But um, I recently watched uh, Painkiller, and something you'll see nowadays mm. is a lot of folks are like really trying to every network or streaming service like i feel like raced and try to do their bit on the uh, opioid epidemic yeah but i feel like it's very important and powerful because it's very similar to the crack epidemic and it's like these things that they continue to just do and let run rampant mm -hmm. we always talk about the lack of checks and balances that show will show you how crazy this shit is <laughs> There's a lot there. Just watch it. It There's, was all legal. Yeah, it was legal, and they were just drug dealers, but who have lawyers, and your cousin's doing 20 years for, like, you know, two ounces yeah, of yeah. weed. But they were pushing stronger and stronger and stronger prescription pills in the poorest parts of America. So definitely has, like, a somber vibes, and I, but the show and all these people, actually, that have, done, that have tried to cover this story, they're doing a decent job. Especially for folks, I would say, who haven't, like, didn't know a ton about it. When when I, when medicine has a fucking profit motive. Oh, yeah. What the fuck? Like, if you ever take a step back and go like, oh, if you sell more, you make more. It no longer becomes about, like, helping the fucking individual. It's fucking wild. Yeah. Yeah. It was supposed to be for near-death people. They, like, swindled the FDA, had, like... Oh, right. Befriended and a pushover at the FDA, and they got their stuff for people even with minimal pain. Okay. Oh, your knee hurts? Here's, like, something that should be legally There's bound for, like, end of, like, life. Do I have to say allegedly here or not? Yeah. I don't uh, allegedly. That's legal. Just nah, you, definitely, you definitely What's the it? name of the family? That Sacklers? The Sacklers? Oh, they yeah. 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 This, this is billionaires. a... They uh, put their name on any art. Yeah. Center mm -hmm. school that yep. would let them, and now we know why. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know if we want to get into this. We could say, but like, this reminds you of something. You know, something that happened that was going on, and then later on, it, everyone was like, "This is super fucked up." And I think right now it's the gambling shit and the sports gambling apps. Mm -hmm. Like, this is being pushed yeah. everywhere, yeah. every single thing, and so like, like they're gonna be definitely like. 21 year however old you have to be the youngest yep, 21 yep. year olds and younger i'm sure people are getting this app probably blowing yeah. uh, an unsafe you, amount you can at, gamble at that age so easily in five seconds on everything in in real time like over oh, it's it's so like if there's anyone who has a gambling problem like there is no escaping this and all the media it's predatory as fuck the, all the sport like it's yeah. just predatory so i'm i mean in 10 15 years or whatever like my words on this when people look back they're gonna be like yo this was the crazy that's i not cannot even, believe that's not even in question i agree we're letting with you. Yeah, motherfuckers do i cannot believe we let these companies do this i yeah. can't believe we let them sell this ad to people i can't believe we're letting this yeah. happen like you, you can sit there on thanksgiving and fucking blow your life savings away if you wanted to oh my god like yeah. it's fucking insane and, and the ads are legal. that now in in the game they get to mention oh yeah. this is the spread for today this is what like on because the they're broadcast they're sponsored yeah. and they get yeah they're sponsors all the sports leagues all the big leagues are complicit everything i mean it's like all the it's media like the, is it's insane like the video poker right yeah. Yeah. but it's In the same but it's the same thing now. the people who are making the billions for these you know the top 1% who are investing in these fucking corporations or who own them 
it's it's still the same people, right? It's the same people going to the corner stop. It's like the, the sacklers because the, the they, they can just call someone. They can yeah, call someone at the really? state and be like, "Can this be okay?" That's yeah. kind of, right. Or isn't it the same thing? Yeah, you could bet. You, you could like right now. Like you could. I could just. I think it's like with Sunday night football. I go right now, and there's a drive, like a specific drive going on. I could bet right now on the outcome. It's, like it's gonna be field live. goals. It's gonna be a touchdown. It's, like it's gonna be this, this, and I can just do that, and I can do that again, and I can do and it they the next said, And they said it that becomes, that's the micro. The micro bets are what they're yeah, called, right? Yeah, yeah. These micro bets are what they are magnified. The the degree to which they're addicting or addictive. Yep. Is absurd. It's going oh, beyond God. your typical. Like I'm betting on a game. I'm betting on a spread. Did I'm research bre- yeah. on this. Oh, yeah. you, oh, you yeah. know that they did research on this. And so as a result, who who is being exploited the most is people who don't have the means to be doing this. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and like, you could ruin someone's life. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people's lives are being ruined by these apps. No, I mean you're gonna see. You we talk about these documentaries. Slides. You're gonna see like just ridiculous yeah. shit yeah. come these, out on this. Basically, yeah. so, so the four, like three or four yeah. opioid epidemics we're talking about. I hear you. You're saying in like 15, 20 years, there's gonna be four or five yeah. of these documentaries, yeah, like, like FanDuel, DraftKings, like yeah. like this yeah. is all the shit that happened. Like, yeah, of course, yeah. We're yeah. thirty nine episodes in and can still not figure out what the fuck a Cichinguez is because mm. this is supposed to end. <laughs> wait, no, I'm <laughs> not. Wait, 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 wait. I have it because I said television and film. I only okay. talked about television. Okay. Tell us about I'm talking film. about film. You film. Cin- cinemaphile? Yeah, I'm talking about film here, and I'm very excited that Good Burger Two is coming out soon. And that's how we're ending. See, you can't Chingus. make something negative out of that. There's nothing negative. Nothing. I like the first one. My niece and nephew, who never liked anything I ever showed them, they like that. I go, this is. I haven't seen it. It's the e- <laughs> it's the easiest thing to watch. It's very lighthearted, and it's Keenan and Kel, who for a lot of us, Nickelodeon. Again, kids. I got into SNL, but yeah, definitely had like halftime Nickelodeon, mm-hmm. and these kids ran the show. They were incredible. This is our like. Well, I also like Michael Che, but it's like these folks, like Colin Jones, Michael Che, that chemistry, like we had that since we were kids. Like, you see what I'm talking about? So the first one was insane, incredible. The second one, I'm glad both of them are doing well. Keenan's had an incredible career. Kel's done some other stuff, but like, it's the most lighthearted movie for two people that like gave their youth to entertain us. That's you can tell there's like an indebted vibe to I'm gonna, it. But. I'm going to staple a Sichingas to your Sichingas and like I'm going to give a Sichingas to their moisturizers because those motherfuckers look exactly the same as they did <laughs> when that fucking original movie came out. Keenan and Kel look like the same motherfuckers in the original film. And how long has yeah. that been? Yeah, and he got hit by a car in the years. first one. That's that's crazy to me. <laughs> it's been like 20 years. Yeah. Bro. Legit. So, they oh. look, yeah, they look yeah. great. Shout out to Moisturizer. Yeah. Shoot. It gives me like their little burger shop they would work out. It gives me like Portillo's vibes because we're always talking about it. But like, yeah, they would like roll up on rollerblades, I think. I could be. Yeah, that was hot back in the day whenever that came out 20 years ago. I looked, this, I looked the same too when I first saw them as I. Oh, fucker, <laughs> yeah. you don't look the same from like last week. You look like. <laughs> I look better. I look yeah. better. <laughs> you look like those characters at the end of Beetlejuice where the head shrinkers, the head shrunk. <laughs> Every week, I'm like, how small is his head going to be? <laughs> it's been a long week. It's been a long week. Either his shoulders are growing yeah. or his head's shrinking. Or both. Yeah, from yeah. being honest, it's been a long week. <laughs> well, pals, 
give us all your praise and love and thumbs ups and um, <laughs> not grammatically correct. And share this with that that Thea that, 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 yeah. that we all talked yeah. about. Yeah, yeah. Review you us. Know, give us a five star review. Only only if it's five stars. Well, if you're listening, yeah, because if you're listening to the end of this podcast, it must be five stars. Yeah. Right. Do you want to tip 25 percent for your <laughs> no chingas espresso? Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm. Turn that screen around. <laughs>